0: I on the winning Yes, I'm on the
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnet, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
2: Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday and I hope you've had a great start to your week. Really, uh, the week started yesterday, right? The first day of the week, Sunday. And uh, you know, my weeks always go good. It seems like when I put the Lord first uh, on Sunday. And uh, we had our church services yesterday. We had great services. I thank the Lord. No snow, uh, no rain, no ice. It was a little cold, but I tell you what, the heat works good inside. As a matter of fact, we've even got a brand new invention. We've got heat in our cars now. So you can travel from point A to point B in heat in your car. It's amazing. Uh, You hear stories, and I know you've heard it before. Uh, Brother uh, Robert Doughton, he, of course, uh, is not able to get out really much anymore, but he was our... A faithful usher at our church for so many years, he'd always be at that door over by the piano side, on uh, the missions hallway. And uh, Brother Robert Doughton told me stories about when he was a boy growing up in, I think it was New York. And uh, he said we used to walk to church. It was a mile or two. And in the winter months, he said it didn't matter. We walked to church because you got to get to church. Boy, we're spoiled today, are we not? And we are. Uh, Boy, it doesn't take much of an excuse to keep us out of church, but man, God give us some of that uh, commitment and that dedication of uh, folks in years gone by who made it a priority to get to church. We had a good day yesterday. Morning services were good, Uh, special music. We had the Lord's Supper last night, just a wonderful day. And now we're looking forward to the start uh, to your work week on this Monday. And we welcome you, uh, those that are listening on the radio Thank you for joining us, those on our podcast and our radio app. Thank you for tuning in, and then those watching on Facebook and on YouTube. We welcome you, and I hope you're having a great day. I can't believe that January. This is the last day of January, and uh, January has been a, an unusual month. Uh, we've had a lot of folks sick. I thank the Lord. A lot of folks uh, uh, they were sick for a couple days. Now they're doing better. A lot of folks were back yesterday. It was wonderful. Uh, but we also had a couple uh, weeks of some bad weather, and that affected people. But we are fired up, and we're looking forward to a great month of February. And I cannot wait for—I uh, love my church Sunday, our Valentine's banquet. We've got a lot of special events. Going to be a great time. But I want to say this: Happy birthday! Yesterday, and I did not mention uh, this birthday yesterday. I didn't have it in the bulletin, and then uh, Brother Dan. Uh, text me in the afternoon, and I forgot to write it down and say it last night, but Brother Caleb's mom, her birthday, Mrs. Schnur, her birthday was yesterday, and so happy birthday to you, uh, Gwen Schnur, and then yesterday, happy birthday to Tony Casper and Frankie Marshburn and Michael Tuck. I hope you men had a good day also, and happy birthday to you. Uh, Let's be in prayer today. Pray for our church. Uh, we got a lot of members that are uh, recovering from surgeries. Got a few going into surgeries this week and doctor's appointments. And uh, let's pray for them. Pray for those with cancer. Pray God will touch them. And uh, let's uh, be in prayer for our church. Pray for our school. Uh, I'm so excited. Wednesday we'll have our chapels, and this Wednesday will be our first chapel services in the brand new modular over there at the school property. It's about a 24 by I think it's 24 by 58, maybe it's 24 by 60, but it is massive. It's beautiful. We'll have chapel there uh, every uh, Wednesday morning. We'll have the elementary, and we're going to have the K4 and K5 join the 1st through 6th grade for elementary chapel every week. And then we'll have the 7th through 12th grade chapel in that building also. We've got room for everybody, uh, but I like having it split with the age groups. I feel like we can be a little bit more... Uh, specific in uh, in the songs and the preaching and all of that. So it'll be a great time uh, this Wednesday and then uh, after Chapel Wednesday, we'll get it set up and that will become our cafeteria every day for lunch for the students, Monday through Friday. And I thank the Lord for that. And thank you for praying. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being involved in that project and to God be the glory. Well, our theme for 2022 is the church. Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, upon this rock, speaking of himself, he said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Here's a song about the church. Now, people come and go, nations uh, come and go, kings rise and fall, all of those things. But the church of Jesus Christ marches on. The church is triumphant. Jesus promised that he would build his church, and he promised that even the gates of hell could not prevail against the church. I hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll get into our Bible study in Proverbs 30.
0: For the church triumphant is alive and well. Let the church Church, Let the people rejoice, for we've settled the question, and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out, songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive. Some battles before storms and tempests and rocks on the shore. Though the whole may be battered, inside it's safe and dry. It will carry its cargo to the port in the sky. Let the church. Be the church, let the people rejoice, for we've settled the question, and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive. Church, be the church, let the people rejoice, for we've settled the question, and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out, songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive.
2: Amen. That's a good old song. We were just talking about that. And I'm thankful uh, that God has allowed my wife and I and our children to be a part of Victory Baptist Church. I was telling the story a little bit last night. I always do this time of year. But uh, it was eight years ago in uh, the end of January that uh, we were coming across country. Well, my brother Joel, he flew out to California and he helped me drive the moving truck. We, I pulled my car behind. And um, as a matter of fact, I had another car. I left it out in California, and Brother Dan Bybee sold that for me out there so we'd have to transport it too. And that was before Brother Dan came, was before we knew Brother Dan was going to come. And uh, it's neat how the Lord worked that out. But my brother Joel and I, we drove that um, Penske truck cross-country, and uh, we got here on um, January 31st, I believe was the time we rolled in, and there was snow on the ground. It had snowed that week. As a matter of fact, several of our uh, members had passed away, and there were funerals that even had to be rearranged. Um, I think it was, um, well, I know who it was. It was uh, Brother uh, Jack Patrick's uh, wife uh, that had passed away, and her funeral was that week. And then I believe it was Miss Gloria Pearson. Her husband had passed away, and his funeral was that week. And there was still snow on the ground. When we got here, you could tell there had been quite a bit of snow, and uh, we got here, and I think it was the 31st. It was a Friday night. And then Saturday, February 1st, uh, we had a whole crowd of folks from the church. That whole, that whole street on Virginia Street here in Roanoke Rapids was just packed with cars. And we had people come and helping us unload boxes and putting stuff together and hooking up washers and dryers and all of that. And then our first official Sunday was that next day, which I believe was February 2nd. Of 2014, and uh, the Lord's been so good to us. But this time of year, uh, we get talking about that, and I, I'm so thankful I get to be a part of a church like this. And you say, well, you're the pastor. I know I'm the pastor, but I still I have the uh, the privilege to be a part of a church. Uh, I'm not the one calling the shots. It's the Lord's church. Uh, But he has given me the privilege to be an under-shepherd, to to care for the flock uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. And I love this church. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that it's God's plan for us to be a part of a church. Jesus loved the church so much, the Bible says, that he gave himself for the church. And I'm thankful for that. Let's look in our Bibles at Proverbs 30. We started uh, last week, and there's just some some unique uh, verses here. There's some unique illustrations that uh, Solomon uses as he uh, talks to his son and gives him some uh, wisdom. We saw, first of all, the realities of our generation, and we saw that in verses 10 through Uh, verse number 14 then we've seen some reminders for living just kind of some some little tidbits here that Solomon gives his son that are so important let's look at verse number we saw verse 15 and 16 and uh, verse 15 and 16 last Friday let's look at verse 17 it says the eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother the ravens of the valley shall pick it out and the young eagles shall eat it Ooh, that's a good reminder say what is that reminder that's a reminder that we are to honor our parents Uh, children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor thy father and thy mother that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth did you know that is a promise the bible says That is a command that comes with a promise. The command is to honor your parents. And when you honor your parents, God promises that he will bless you for it. Aren't you thankful that God tells us if we will obey, he says, I'll bless you. Now, we should obey just because it's the right thing to do, but if you need a little extra motivation, hey, obey God, because when you and I obey, God promises his blessing. That's a reminder, verse 17. Then Solomon gets into verse 18 and uh, 19 with his son, and he says this, there be three things which are too wonderful for me. It said it's just, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to figure out. Yea, there are four which I know not. Well, Obviously, there were more than three things that were wonderful, and there's more than four things that Solomon didn't know or couldn't figure out. I understand that. But he gives a list here. First of all, he says the way of an eagle in the air. Now, maybe because of modern technology today with airplanes and uh, helicopter, uh, Micah loves uh, our, our son Micah. He's two. He loves anything. Trucks. He loves monster truck. He always say monster truck. And uh, he loves trains, he loves cars, but he loves helicopters. It's fun to hear him say, helicopter, I've got a helicopter, you know, always says it like gruff voice, you know, a little two-year-old. But uh, we've got technology, we've got spaceships, we've got satellites, we've got all of that. But imagine in Bible times, imagine that you are, you're, you're sitting uh, there uh, and you're watching a bird flying through the air. I'm not talking about just a, a little sparrow or a little pigeon, I'm talking about the way of an eagle in the air. That is amazing. That is impressive. Now, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've, I've been through school. I've you know, graduated from high school and college. And now I'm, uh, I'm a parent of children in school. And so I'm supposed to know all this stuff. But I'll be honest with you. I, I still have a hard time explaining uh, how a bird can fly. Isn't that amazing? And, and I've studied, and you have too, the structure of the wings and the bones and the weight. And, and it's, it's, it's really, it's not even possible. It should not be possible Uh, some birds, that they could actually fly with that much weight and all that, but they do. You know why? Because God created them. Uh, And it's a miracle of creation that a bird uh, could fly, an eagle in the air. And by the way, when an eagle flies through the air, there's no trace. Uh, It's not like an animal that leaves a footprint. Uh, It's not like an animal that leaves tracks, but uh, there's no trace. It's hard to explain the way of an eagle in the air. It's amazing. And then the way of a serpent upon a rock. Now, I understand that we, most of us, most normal people don't like snakes. Now, uh, some of your messages say, oh, I love snakes. They're so cute. Well, you got problems, okay? But the way of a serpent upon a rock. Now, I'm not a a, a big fan of snakes, but you know what's amazing? Have you ever seen a, a snake and the way it can slither you ever seen a, a snake, the way it can go and the way that it can, it can glide uh, on the ground and over rocks and, and trees? and all. It's amazing. I can't explain all that. But Solomon says, it's, it's, it's too wonderful for me. It's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to imagine. And then here's another one. And again, I know we have modern technology and all that. But think about this, a ship that is out at sea. Now, for, for people in those days, I mean, if you had a body of water. If you had a river, I mean, it was nigh impossible to get across that thing. If you had a a lake or if you had a a sea or an ocean, it's like, how in the world? Well, it is believed, uh, and I should have uh, found the reference, but Solomon and his men, it is believed that they discovered some of the furthest reaching places in that time because of the ships that he had sent out. And they sent out those ships, they brought back treasure. And in what would have taken uh, years to make a trip over land, they could make the trip uh, through the sea in just a short amount of time and get back. And I'm sure for Solomon in his day, it was an amazing thing that a ship out in the middle of the sea, and then you put a sail and that wind could power the ship. And I don't know all that Solomon was thinking, obviously, (laughs) neither do you, but he said, there's just something about it. He said, it's amazing. By the way, just like the eagle in the air, that ship does not leave a trace. You, know, you can't follow uh, the, the, the path and the waves where that ship has gone. No, it's, just, it's an amazing thing. But then he says this. There's another thing that's amazing. He said there's th- something that's it's too wonderful. I said this just, it, it's too incredible for me to imagine. The way of a man with a maid. You know, uh, my wife and I, we are approaching our 20th anniversary. And we still like to talk about our dating days and, and how we, uh, f- and I know we don't fall in love. I know we use that expression, but uh, but but our love and our commitment and our dating. And th- this was back in the day, we were telling my girls the other day, John and I were talking to Lacey and Savannah and I, I made this statement. I said, girls, I said, we didn't have text messaging. They, they couldn't fathom, like, no way. I mean, how did you live without text messaging? Uh, I said, we didn't have, FaceTime. I said, we didn't have all these things. And these girls, my girls were just like, I mean, their minds were blown, you know, but I said, we used to get out a pen and a piece of paper and we would write letters and we put it in an envelope and we put an address and a stamp and we drop it in the mailbox. And then about a month, well, not a month later, but it seemed like it, you know, a month later, you know, she'd get the letter and then send one back. I mean, that took a long time. But can I tell you, we love talking about those things. Well, can I tell you, it's a wonderful thing to hear somebody's love story, to hear how they fell in love, to hear how they met, to see how they came together, see how they got married, and and, and to see that that's a miracle. Well, this is so amazing because in Ephesians 5, the Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus and he says this, he says... There's a great mystery, and he's talking about husbands and wives, but then he shifts gears and he says, but I'm not talking about just a husband and wife and their relationship. He said, this is a great mystery. He said, I speak concerning Christ and the church. Whoa, hang on here. Listen to this. You know what's a great mystery? A great mystery is not just the love between a husband and a wife, but the great mystery is the love between the bridegroom, Jesus Christ, and his bride, the church. You know what's a mystery to me? That Jesus would love us enough to come to this earth and die to pay the price, to, to redeem us, to buy us back. You say, well, why did he do that? One reason, because of love. And can I tell you, I'm glad that, uh, although it's a mystery, you can't explain it. I'm glad it's true. And I'm glad that Jesus loved us. I want to encourage you husbands, love your wives. Wives, love your husbands. Love your families. But can I tell you, don't ever forget the love that Jesus Christ has for you and for me. So much that he gave himself for us. Well I've gone overtime today. Uh, I don't know if you could hear I think my stomach was actually growling. It's time for lunch amen. Some of you already eaten which is good. Uh, don't wait because if I go overtime then you're gonna starve to death. but I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us and we'll try to finish up this uh, next few days, Proverbs 30 but I hope it will be a blessing to you. Have a great day
0: on the winning side.